Chapter 19. Okay, so who here knows how to read and play music? Silverbell asked as she looked down on the rough-looking piece of paper that was thankfully still quite readable, if only any of them knew how to read it. Well, I know how to read music, but I don't know how to play it. Tico offered up. And I know how to play music, but I don't know how to read it. Louis then reported in turn. Yeah, same. Silverbell reported reluctantly. Poem, any chance you're going to be our saving grace? She looked to the last of them hopefully. Well, I cannot read sheet music. Poem began to explain. Oh, great. So we've got one guy who can read it, three who can play, and no one in between to tell us what it's supposed to sound like. Silverbell huffed in defeat. So, in the end, this paper is basically worthless to us. Awesome. Not necessarily. Poem quickly interrupted Silverbell's monologue of misery. I said I did not know how to read music, but I did not say I could not be your saving grace. Speak, woman. Silverbell urged. Well, I have perfect pitch. Poem shrugged nonchalantly, as if they all knew what that meant and would be perfectly pleased to hear it. You got what now? Silverbell looked over her shoulder to the two boys for help. Is that like when you're really good at throwing a baseball? Louis asked with incredible confidence for someone who was so terribly wrong. I know that's wrong, but I can't think of any better ideas. Silverbell had to admit. It means that she knows what any note is just by hearing it. Tico rattled off, once again understanding something that the two little music makers did not. Exactly. Poem nodded with pride. Wait, how does that help us? Louis asked with a little scratch of his head. Because Tico can tell us what note we need to play, Poem can tell us what the note sounds like, and then we can all play it together. Silverbell said, connecting the dots with excitement. That's so smart. Louis began to bubble with anticipation as well, now understanding the plan. Well, come on. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Silverbell turned to Tico and Poem expectantly. Okay, well, I guess we should start at the very beginning. Tico suggested, picking up the piece of sheet music and looking over it thoughtfully. That's probably a really good place to start, Louis agreed. For a moment, Tico hemmed and hawed over the paper as he collected his thoughts, leaving Silverbell and the others to stare at him in silence like he was one of those very realistic sculptures from the garden outside Cove's house. Well, it works like this, you see? Every dot mixed with every line tells you which note on your instruments to play and how long to play it for. Tico explained. And the notes on their different lines all have names. Names? Silverbell narrowed her eyes. Like, Silverbell Smith? Or Louis Berimbe? Louis inquired hopefully, as if he would very much like to share a name with a music note. No, like, uh... Tico chuckled in a way that didn't make her feel very good or powerful. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And they sound like this. Poem joined in with a beautiful short serenade that slid up and down in pitch with skill. In that order. Okay. Notes have names, and they have certain sounds. Silverbell summarized with a nod. Let's make some music. What's that first note on that sheet music thingy? She gestured to the paper. It's, a. Uh... The suspense in the room built as Tico looked down to the paper. C. And then repeat after me. Poem instructed, taking charge in a way that Silverbell was used to doing. But she swallowed her pride and listened attentively. C. The singer sang to them, so clear and pristine. Louis and Silverbell looked between themselves, blinked, and then gave it their best shot. See? They croaked in unison, 
and by unison it is meant that they sang it at the same time, for it certainly was not the same note, or even really a note at all. Um... Poem offered them a look of great worry. On your instruments. Oh, <laughs> right. Silverbell looked to Louis bashfully, and quickly they brought their beautiful best instrument friends to their positions. Now hit us with that C again. Again, Poem sang back at them the sweet sound of a C, and the two music makers did their best to imitate it. Try a little bit higher on your instrument. Silverbell, that's a B you're playing now. Silverbell bristled at the correction from Poem, but tried not to fight it as she moved her fingers higher on the neck of her violin, her note moving higher as she did. And a little lower there, Louis. You're currently playing a C-sharp. A C-what now? Louis said in a panic, looking down at his flute as if he were afraid that he'd broken it. We can talk about sharps and flats later. Poem assured him kindly. Just try to match my voice. She sang at him again on the pitch of the beautiful C-note. Louis's whistling flute slid up and down for a moment, but quickly matched the note of Poem's. Hey, look at that. Poem smiled between the four of them. We made music. Wow, you did it. Tico celebrated for them, though there was clearly a deming in his eyes that Silverbell noticed quickly. And you too, Silverbell pointed out. We couldn't have done it without you. Really? No. Really? Tico asked with a smile that he almost didn't dare to show. Duh, Tico. Silverbell laughed. Now hurry up and give us that next note so we can all make some more. Tico Taki smiled and looked back to the sheet music, getting them all one step closer to finding the music makers. <laughs>